It's time for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. Ready? Now, from the WATH studios, here's Connor Mills and Joey Madore. From the studios of WATH, this is the Sports Fan on 970 and 97.1 FM. Connor Mills, the mic, alongside Joey Medor, Brad Walker, and Matt Carroll. Full house today for the Sports Fan right here, uh, presented by J&K Contracting. 6.06 on the clock on this 31st day of March and 53 degrees and cloudy outside in Southeast Ohio. Again, it's the Sports Fan presented by J&K Contracting. And, you know, just to lead off the show, it's baseball season is back. It was good to have Athens baseball back on the airwaves yesterday. And, of course, you know, with, you know, baseball getting back, it's the MLB tomorrow. We're an affiliate at Cincinnati Reds. I'm proud to be. And uh, Cincinnati Reds will hit the airwaves uh, yet again tomorrow. Tommy Thrall and the Cowboy, uh, you know, retaking the airwaves. Second year for Tommy Thrall, taking over for uh, Marty Brenneman. And, uh, you know, it, he did a good job last year. I don't know if you guys were listening in to, to Tommy or not, uh, but, you know, it, it's tough shoes to fill, uh, filling in for Marty Brenneman. Uh, but he filled them, and he'll, he'll still have the broadcast for you uh, again tomorrow throughout the season. Uh, and for Athens baseball yesterday, Athens comes away with the win 6-5 to five over Galley Academy. And Athens, they looked good at times. Uh, pitching kind of struggled a little bit at the end, gave up three runs in the seventh. Uh, but you did come away with the win and you did come away uh, with, really with your first win since 2019, and that's always important. But, you know, most important, you had a baseball game yesterday, and that's something that you did not have for a very, very long time, guys. Well, you had a great day for a baseball game. Unlike today, it's cloudy and kind of cold and a little windy out there. And never ideal baseball conditions, really. But they moved the game up yesterday. It was 7 degrees. Nice day outside. It was sunny. Brad's dropping stuff all over the place <laughs> to my left here, um, trying to be a distraction. That was, I go on that was un- very unintentional, by the way. I was trying to fix my headphones, and my left hand went away. Oh, no, yeah. So we could get you other headphones over there, Brad. I mean, you're just kind of... <laughs> no, no, he's fine. No, it's oh, great. He's, he's we're we're okay. here. That's all that matters. We have Matt in the back room, too. Yeah, Matt's in by himself. The, Matt's I'm in here. The... I am here. There he is. <laughs> oh. He's, he's like the intern. Coming to you live from Area 51. <laughs> I got stuck in the uh, little cubby. The <laughs> no, no, he, he volunteered. He yeah. volunteered. Yeah, I, I got there. You I ran can't. in there and slammed right. the door on us. Well, all right, that's taken out of context. <laughs> Either way, it's it's uh, good to have a full show and, and a full uh, full program with you guys. And, uh, you know, Brad, even you, I mean, this is a full day for you because you were on the morning show over on 105. You've been filling in for Liz and, uh, you know, doing a pretty good job from what I've heard. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm sure you and Joey are up at 6 a.m. every morning enjoying your coffee, <laughs> listening. And But, no, it's been fun. It's been fun. I'm, uh, I always like when I can just kind of step outside of the sports world and just, like, talk about other topics from time to time. And uh, What do you me, talk about on the, on the morning show? Uh, well, are you point, giving me, like, like, views on other things? Well, it's not like an opinion show. It's not like it's not like, like if it's you're not, going out it's here, not, taking, talk, not necessarily a talk show like, like if, this. So I can't like if you're taking long like, form opinion on life. I mean, if you're taking like worldly hot takes, uh, on, I'm not. I might wake up. Uh, no, no, really hot today. takes are taken <laughs> when it comes to. So me with kind of hot takes or just takes in general, I always like to make takes that I can back up because I know more about. But like if I see something that's trending, like I'll comment on it, maybe, but not make like a really take that someone could argue me because if I get to that point, then I just get nervous that I'll lose and then 
looks silly. But today, I uh, in my research for the show, I found a story about a lady who's getting sued for a pig. So if you listen to me this morning, um, I'm sorry that you have to hear it again. But yeah, this this lady in actually in Warren County is getting sued by her homeowner association because she has a pet pig. Why? Because uh, they said it was uh, like livestock, not a pet. A pet you, pig. It's a pot-bellied pig that sleeps more than, than her dog, she says. Wow, you know, I honestly probably could have... This, this isn't sports, probably so I'll just, I wasn't going to go into too much detail there. I, I don't know oh, about Matt you. Matt talking? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm here. I'm oh, here. sorry, my headphones <laughs> weren't up. No, you're good. I, uh, I honestly, I don't know about you, Brad, and Joey, probably could have went... Uh, Went another day without knowing that a uh, family's getting sued for having a pig. As I believe so, yeah. yeah. I don't, yeah. Well, I mean, I figure, like, people are, like, kind of on their way to work or just woke up and have, like, school or something in the morning. It's something light to talk about. Like that I is. said, these aren't, like, long-form That's stories. True. I just kind of talk about them, comment, and then on to the, on to the music, man. What did you Google? <laughs> the Internet's a wild place. They got a lot of sources. It's a legit story. Like it's a legit story. Connor's probably googling right now pet pigs. No, no, he's on the sports. This is, is this is yeah. this is now the uh, pet pig fan, not the. By <laughs> the way, it is the sports fan, and it is nine seventy WATH and ninety seven point one FM. Um, but you know, again, I don't know. I asked you how the morning show was. That's how we, we got on. It's great. Yeah, that's how we well, got and then Joey things. like was asking like, "Is this riveting stuff you talk about?" So then I told him <laughs> yeah, something I, I talked about. Curious if it was worth. And my then while. I brought up how like Ariana Grande is going to be a judge on The Voice next year. So I did right. hear that. We get it. Yeah, you talk about <laughs> things in the morning. Kind of. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say I say we get Matt on the morning show from the cubby. Oh jeez. He's you know, not allowed to have a phone. No, no, nothing. All he is just, just four hours. Just, just trap him in talking, there for, it, talking yeah, out of his mind. Just, you know, you guys can, you guys better be careful. I, I think I can get used to this back here. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, it was uh, again Athens Bulldogs coming away with the win just, yesterday uh, against Guy Academy, six to five, getting the win. Cameron Nice, Nice went four innings. Uh, then uh, Matters comes in with a three inning save. Athens next game, at least that we will broadcast, will be at Amanda Clear Creek. And that will be at 12.45 on Saturday. And Joey will be with me for that game. We had Troy, and it's always good to, to broadcast a game with Troy. He's got a lot of knowledge about, you know, Athens. And, yeah, he was a catcher. I don't know if you guys know that. Uh, oh, you know, I Troy heard was... him talk about it on the broadcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, it, I, I mean, I found it interesting. You had Carson Baker kind of feeding him some information. And uh, when did he say his birthday was, Troy? Was it April 1st? I, I forget. You were there. How you? You're yeah. gonna ask me when Troy said his birthday is? Well, I thought you were. Or was listening. that like an early April Fool's joke that he's like, my birthday is on April Fool's? Well, <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, Not right. really. I got Connor with a really good April Fool's joke. I'm gonna talk about it on the morning show tomorrow. <laughs> so, Damn, Damn, six to ten. What a tease. 105.5. Wow. Now, now I might have to. Real music variety. And of course, the other thing that's big going on at the station right now is we're planning for the Easter egg hunt. And that yeah. Easter egg hunt will be. Uh, on Friday, and you can listen to Brad as he'll still be filling in for Liz in the morning. Uh, but the Easter eggs will be hidden across Athens County, and uh, you can call into 105, um, you know, call into the power I line. I just realized it's only Wednesday. It I is. thought today was Thursday. So you said to the Easter egg, and I was like, oh, shoot. Well, looks like I shouldn't make the show about jokes, but. I well, no, April 1st is. Well, so I know. I just thought tomorrow was Friday, Connor. Yeah. I'm, days are not meshing. Anymore. It was well, weird. you gotta get up early all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> First time I've had to wake up since five in weeks. I five had, p.m. That is. 
Yeah. I had it in my mind that it was supposed to be Wednesday yesterday because the Athens game got moved from what was supposed to be today to yesterday. Um, but that was, again, because yeah, it was a little bit nicer weather, and I don't blame them. Like, I'd rather play baseball in 70 degrees and sunny outside rather than being pretty cold. And uh, not today that's cold, but it was definitely better baseball weather yesterday than it yeah. was today. No, today's cold compared to what we've had. I don't, I'm not a fan of the current weather outside, personally. But it's snow tonight, Joey. weird because uh, come this weather about a month ago, we would have all been shorts and T-shirts outside, yep. windows down. But now, once we get a glimpse of that warm weather, it drops below that 60, 55 mark, and it's jackets on. We, tur we turn into Floridians. You, yeah. put a, you put them in that box, he becomes a meteorologist back there. <laughs> <laughs> he becomes hey. the voice of the people. <laughs> you guys don't know what this cubby changes. <laughs> oh, I've man. been in the cubby, and my life didn't feel changed, but you know, I don't maybe think it's you a different experience for Matt. Enough. I don't think you embraced it enough. <laughs> it's a nice little spot. It is. It's it quiet. It is. It is. It, it's a good spot back there, and uh, you know, you're live. I mean, we got four guys, and those are four mics. So, uh, <laughs> That's right. Yeah, per perfect matchup right there. Yeah, I remember times we've had four in here. You had to switch off mics with somebody. That just oh, not, yeah. a, not a fun experience, really, just passing it, moving this thing back and forth. I, I, I like it. It's exciting. Well, you hate the cubby for whatever reason. I don't know what happened <laughs> I don't, to you. No, 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 no. I don't hate. I just, I said, I don't like when I can't see who I'm talking to. Right, but all you have—it's—it's it's radio. So I guess I phone interviews. Yeah, it is radio. Right. <laughs> I guess phone yeah, interviews. Yeah, I mean, it's like—I don't like—I hate it. It's just like I don't prefer it. Like, if I have the option to at least see a couple of who I'm, uh, two people I'm doing the show with, rather than none, well, I'm gonna pick the two. Hey, I'd love well, to—I'd love to look at my face I for an hour as, too. I don't I blame was, you. I was but. gonna say, I guess as some people will say, we all have faces for radio. That's why we're here. So it's not too bad back here. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're Brad. I mean, Brad was hosting the uh, the pregame for something. so I, 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 I was. Yeah, I did do that. Yeah. That was fun. Okay. With, with Russ. Yeah, we had a good time. So was well, your camera on, though, or was it off? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Russ did the first half. Right. And he did, like, interviews and stuff. And then I just introed kind of videos and stuff like that for the second half. But, yeah, right. my camera was on. Like, All right. Yeah, dude. All right. So maybe a little bit more advanced than uh, face for radio, but we'll, we'll yet to be seen. Well, no one said I had a face for TV. I was just selected for the spot, so... Very true. <laughs> and it's very low-quality uh, laptop webcam that was showing, not HD or 4K or whatever the technology is nowadays. Well, to keep it on sports right now, and before we throw it to a break, um, just to get a, a quick you know, glimpse at what the NFL announced yesterday, uh, and that being 17 games being played, they're eliminating one preseason game, and they're adding you know one regular season game. Uh, you know, what... I mean, I, I like that there's more games, but I get it if the you're a player. The players don't, so yeah. uh, I don't. Um, the players just, aren't going to like that. Yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, it's just been, it's just, I'll let Matt talk in a second. Um, oh, you're good, you're it's, good. It's just been uh, just on social media. See, a lot of guys aren't really reacting uh, too, too kindly to having to play another game. And, you know, you understand why. It's a grueling season playing 16. I mean, each team gets affected by injuries in some way or another every single season. And adding another regular season game, that's just... Uh, probably in their minds, another chance to get injured, and you know that of course affects contracts and things like that all the way down the line. But um, like you said, I guess it's good for us. We get to see another game. Um, I don't know if that will turn into the that seventeenth game turns into only backups playing the whole time because everybody's gonna be so paranoid about you know just the strain on the body and things like that. Because if that's the case, well, that's not necessarily great for football. I mean, we've seen teams rest starters the last weeks of seasons, and it can produce some ugly 
ugly football games. Um, but it is interesting. AFC gets nine home games this year. NFC gets eight. So that's another kind of competitive advantage there. I'm sure it's going to alternate each and every season. But, um, yeah, kind of a kind of an interesting little thing here. But if you're a fan of an AFC team, I'm sure you're happy getting the extra home game this year. I mean, I'm a f- huge fan, obviously, of an AFC team, and I don't like the rule at all. I, I want the playoffs sooner rather than later. Well, I mean, it, it kind of evens out, doesn't it? Because you take away the preseason game. But, yeah. like, by that week 17, I just – I feel like most of the playoff situations are going to be played out already. I mean, you already see, what, like three or four teams play their second stringers by week 16. So what's the point of just watching another regular season of games that don't necessarily matter? So, And I'm a, if the players don't like it, then why should we as fans like it? The players are what makes the game great. So if we want to be fans of the sport, fan of the players, then I don't think we should be pretty high on this this changing role, but brings a lot more money for the NFL. And that's what it comes down to, you know, money. That's what every everything comes down to because it's a business. But, yeah, I'm with the opinion of um, <clears throat> not really a fan of it. I mean, as a, as a fan of the game, yeah. I, I, heck, more football, of course. But uh, in the players' opinion, I'm with them. I, I just feel like it. There's there was really no... I, I don't really see the need for the change up, but um, it's happened and it's going to be. But uh, it's kind of—it was kind of interesting that I think that was the longest. Uh, I don't want to say tradition, but and I don't want to say thing, but it was almost, uh, for lack of a better word, the longest thing that has not changed in the NFL. At, uh, I was like going on like 50, 60 years since nineteen seventy-eight. They played okay. sixteen regular season games. That's right. Yeah. That. Um, so it's kind of interesting. But, yeah, when it comes down to it, it's it's because of money. But. And also you got to think because of the salary cap had to drop this year for every team due to the right. COVID-19 and the loss of revenue and all that stuff. So you add a 17th game. I mean, obviously this isn't going to be like a one-year solution. They're going to keep this, and this is the new kind of protocol. But they, I believe it's also a move to try to balance out the losses that they had last season. You're right. And maybe maybe this 17th game, as you mentioned, Joey, is, you know, resting the starters or su- or in uh, such – um, just because, I mean, you lose out on uh, the, uh, the extra break, which is very, very needing uh, uh, as players. Maybe we can run into more of, remember last year when the uh, whole Eagles debacle kind of blew the game, right, for just to, for the better pick or whatever. Right. Maybe that comes Sudfeld. down the line where a team needs to be in the playoffs, a team that doesn't need to be says, screw it, rest their starters. You know what I mean? So there, I feel like a lot, a little bit more, more of a, more um, confliction could happen from this. More hey man, good than bad. All Doug Peterson wanted to find out is his third <laughs> string quarterback for the past five years. If he had what it took to be leading the franchise moving forward, that's all. That that's all it was. An outtake, a, a guy that they benched their highest paying quarterback. <laughs> they benched him for. Jalen Hurts and their second, and uh, then round they draft didn't think, yeah, then they were gonna, yeah, exactly. But a, you know, know, logical move. <laughs> hey, sometimes you you don't know unless you try, right? But obviously, right. when when all this was first coming up, they were talking about maybe implementing two bye weeks throughout the season, yeah. and uh, only having players could only be allowed to play in like sixteen games. So that was gonna add another strategic element to it. Uh, but none of that has come up, at least in this. Uh, collected a barding agreement so that they're only going to stick with the one bye week and all that. 
Imagine right. how annoying it would have to be if you have to if you're forced to bench your quarterback one game in a season because he's like only allowed count. to play sixty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, having a pitch count in the NFL that'd just be nuts. Oh, that, right. yeah, that would actually be that would change the game as it would. I mean, like obviously. you have to basically pick a game where it's like, all right, we have a we're going to lose this one. It's not really. Be, I mean, not necessarily. You usually but, take like, a guy out. The the hardest one would be the would that apply to quarterbacks? Right. I think I would take everybody out for one game. Just give them just, all this game off. Just, yeah, just throw We're going to lose this one. Chalk it up. Well, maybe we don't. Maybe we, maybe we pull Which, replacements and go on to victory. But I'm throwing all the backups out. There. I guess you really can't. Kind of like the enough. Browns in the playoffs. And they had like half their team out and still beat the Steelers. Hey, that was <laughs> – that's a source. Oh, Matt's no, a Steelers fan. I forgot. That's right. Yeah, you know. Uh, I How am a Steelers I fan. <laughs> you guys almost let mediocre Mason make a comeback and beat you guys. But, hey – and what? Well, that's that was week uh, that was week seventeen. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, it, no, it mattered for you guys. Uh, if you lost, you would have missed the playoffs. Yeah. No, there's a couple other circumstances <laughs> that could have happened. Uh-huh. Doesn't matter. We were in most it. recently we, wanted, we won. We wanted Browns fans being happy. Mason we was slinging it, it around Browns. that game. I feel like he, he should have. I feel like you might make him the starter. The hey, Dwayne Haskins is the quarterback of the future in Pittsburgh. Hey, that's. I'm sure Steelers very, fans will convince them. Very, yeah, right. <laughs> that is a very low risk, high reward signing right there. <laughs> low. Well, actually, well, he's what third. Tri- so yeah, yeah actually, it is I agree low risk, that. but like, RGM, there's no reward. RGM no Kevin Colbert, he even came out and said he's closer to not making the 53 man roster. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it or is Dwayne very, Haskins. It uh, is very all because of one photo. OSU baby. <laughs> Hey, Fields, though, you going to pan out? 4-4, wow. 4 four, 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 We all know your speed equates to your football talent. That's right. Just Wait. ask John Ross. Yeah, exactly. Is <laughs> it really? What did what Lamar run Just in the 40? He didn't run it because of... Uh, <laughs> Stud. <laughs> yeah, he decided not to did run. Did he even it. go to the combine? Or he, like did. he did. He just did all the throwing stuff. Oh. Because well, uh, he didn't Why want, didn't he run? He didn't want them to like be like, all right, we saw you run like a 4-2, so go play wide receiver, uh, go catch passes or whatever. So oh. he didn't run it. So I love how the Ravens have their their top two quarterbacks are two guys that multiple NFL teams wanted them to play other positions. Lamar, Even the Ravens wanted Lamar, uh, McSorley to play yeah, defensive back. Yeah, going to be a safety defensive like, back, punt nah. return, all this other stuff. I was like, why? Yeah, why? Why draft? It <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Yeah, we these want you a defensive play, back, but we're going to draft play, you a quarterback. This yeah, guy right? played quarterback for four years. It's like, yeah, oh, let's just ship them to somewhere else. It's like. Makes no sense. Quarterback at Penn State, too. Let's not you went to some, yeah, like, like, lower D1 school or anything right. like yeah. that. Yeah. We'll talk a little bit more about the draft coming up. we got to get to a short break. And on the other side, who should the Bengals draft? Who do they go with the number five pick? We talked to Lucas Moore uh, earlier in the week about it, but, you know, it's our time to put our spin on that. Uh, this is the Sportsman, 970, 97.1 FM, WATH. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. Hey, it's Boots. We'll talk policing with Ford, a farm for muscle cars, and getting your classic ready for the car show season. That's Auto Smarts Friday afternoon at 106 on 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. Weenie, 
Wednesday. Corn dogs and regular hot dogs, 99 cents each. Open 10.30 a.m. until 9 p.m. Head on over to Larry's Doghouse at 410 West Union Street in Athens. This time of the year, the weather changes quickly. And when you want to know about the school closings, you'll get them on Classic Hits 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. Listen every morning from 6 till 8.30 for the complete list that affects you. The school closings on WATH is brought to you by Ohio Health Oblenis Hospital. Believe in we. The school closings when you want them on your center for winter weather information. Classic Hits 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. The Reds are on the radio. It's opening day. He crushes this one to left field and deep. That is gone. Votto comes up huge. Off the glove of Moustakis, picked up by Suarez, throw to first, got him, what a play. This is hammered high and deep and gone. Here the Reds kick off the 2021 season against the Cardinals Thursday afternoon on your home of the Reds. Now, for more of the Sports Fan on 970 WATH. Back inside for the Sports Fan, 970, 97.1 FM, WATH. That mock draft you have on the right there is so dumb. Well, yeah, all right, we'll <laughs> Why get... would the Niners <laughs> trade up and then trade the pick away? This, I will, we'll, we'll get to this in a second here. Back to the Dolphins, too. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> like, all right, hey, you guys want to swap again? I No idea. We're wheeling and dealing. We will, up, it says updated today. No, the one on the yeah. left is real. I don't know. Well, well, all right, both are real mock drafts, uh, but I pulled them up. I, I just need to get the draft order to get the names. But how many times, and maybe Matt can answer, how many times did we have Numb play us back into the baseball game yesterday, Matt? It seemed like every single time we threw it to a break, Numb was the first thing that was going to come onto the radio. Sounds like the board You're right. Fault. You're right. I was I was thinking the same exact thing you were, Connor. <laughs> I mentioned it over air. I had no idea. Why is it the same song? Because we've got more songs than just numb. I got to take a look at the system. Um, yep. Yeah. Sometimes it was there. Sometimes it wasn't. But I'm like, huh. I was going back because I recorded it and, and listening back. I'm like, yep. There's numb again every single time. <laughs> no, numb's not bad to come back to. Well, it's not. But do you want to come back to that every single time? I mean, it's not very much baseball. I feel like, you know. Right. It kind of got numbing to listen to. <laughs> this guy. Yeah. Wow, this guy. Go home. <laughs> Stick well, to the morning shows. <laughs> Taking a look at the uh, the draft picks right now uh, in the draft order. Uh, you got Jacksonville at God. one, Jets at two, uh, 49ers at three, the Falcons at four, and, of course, the pick that we've all been talking about, uh, the five pick for the Cincinnati Bengals. And with that five pick, um, you know, I don't really know where Cincinnati is going to go on this. I, I let my opinion be known that I hope that they go with Peeny uh, Sewell. What, what's, how do you pronounce it? You just said Sewell. It. Sewell. Sewell, okay. Sewell, yeah. So, Not uh, that hard. Well, all right, so the Oregon offensive lineman, Sewell, uh, I'm hoping that they go with him. I think that Joe needs some protection. I get why some people would want him to reunite with Jamar Chase. And should it be Jamar Chase that they draft, I'm okay with that. Uh, but my preference would be to protect your franchise quarterback and uh, you know, worry about your wide receivers a little bit later. Yeah, I mean, we talked about this on Monday, Connor, and love to hear Brad and Matt's opinion. Um, if you go with Jamar Chase, you do have your quarterback and your top two weapons on rookie contracts for at least four years. So there is a, there is a benefit to that. Now, Burrow, if he continues to play like he did before his injury last year, he's probably going to want to get re-upped before he gets to his fifth-year option. But um, 
you're gonna have T. Higgins, you're gonna have Jamar Chase on rookie deals for a while, and you know, wide receivers. That's that's their prime years in their mid twenties. So. <clears throat> I get it, and I, I think it's like the flashy toy to the offense. It's like, wow, if we get this guy. But I don't know. I just feel like you're going to regret it if you draft Jamar Chase and you see Sewell down in Atlanta or Miami or wherever else he ends up, and you know he's going to be that all-pro guy for the next 10 to 15 years, like everybody's been saying all since last year. And you still have Joe running for his life, and it doesn't matter how open Jamar Chase can get if Burrow doesn't have any time to throw the football. Um, I don't know. It's I think the safe pick is Sewell, and I think you got to do it right now. And I know Joe's been barking up about how he wants Jamar Chase, but um, I think if you're the franchise, you got to trust your board and uh, take the left tackle for the future. And to compare another team similarly in the AFC um, North that had problems with the offensive line. Ah, uh, here it, it is. With the, well, <laughs> I, uh, well, the no seriously, the Browns brought in Odell Beckham Jr. They have Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry, two excellent receivers. OBJ yep. is probably still considered top ten, right? And the in line the NFL stunk, and the offense, and the line was terrible. Together. And yeah. we had the best running back in the league, top two in, in Kareem Hunt in the second half of the season of that year. And Chubb should have led the league in yards, but Derrick Henry went on like a, a thousand yard sp yeah. spring like yeah. the last five <laughs> games of the season. So, yeah, because he had an offensive line. Yeah. Whereas Nick Chubb was doing it without an offensive line and. Browns were absolutely terrible when they didn't have an O-line. So I get it. I get it. If you want to take Jamar Chase, then it's it's looking like it's probably going to be another, it would be like a 6-10, and 7-9 year realistically for the Bengals. And you have that guy, and then you wait the next year to try to get the lineman or maybe get him in free agency. So I, don't, I wouldn't mind the pick for the Bengals at all because you have Joe Burrow. He has now two top targets to throw to in Higgins and Chase. But if you're in a win-now mentality, especially for a head coach like Zach Taylor, that I feel is probably on a bit of a hot seat right now, especially gotta, if Joe plays a full season. So, yeah, there's 17 games. He's got to win 7-9, to nine, I think. Exactly. How much, being back how much influence are they going to have? Is he going to have on the pick? Is he going to say, yeah, I want the receiver. I want my offense to be flashy. Fun. Or is he going to be like, I want to project a, protect a franchise quarterback, and I think Joe, with the current weapons, can win uh, multiple games. So it'll be interesting to see how much he has input onto the decision. But I just think for the Bengals right now, I mean, your, your franchise quarterback got hurt really bad in his first year. And if I'm the Bengals, I think it's an absolutely no-doubter to go for the— for the offensive lineman. Now, whether he is all pro or not, as long as he is a top 15 or top 10 tackle in the league, that's really all you'll need at that left tackle spot to keep your quarterback healthy. Yeah. <clears throat> um, if Pine falls to five and they draft Jamar Chase, I think they made a mistake. Yeah, you would like, I, the fans would love it. Oh, wow, you know, Jamar Chase and Joey Burrow connecting. That chemistry is going to be insane. But if he doesn't have any any time to hit Jamar Chase down the field, then what's the point, you know? Um, I, I've seen it firsthand with the struggles that the offensive line, obviously with the Steelers, that was the big thing. You know, we haven't had that. We didn't have this strong offensive line, and that affects everything. And, I mean, the Bengals, <laughs> what am I saying? The Bengals saw it firsthand. They didn't have that <laughs> strong offensive line, and they lose out on their, you know, Joey Burrow, <laughs> which, um, you know, he can get hurt out of – just tying his shoes, going to tie his shoes. But, you know, if if, if P Penny's on the board and they don't draft him, I believe they made a mistake because, you know, they still do, they still do have some offensive weapons. 
And shoot, take a take a page out of the Steelers' book. Find a guy in the draft, a wide receiver, develop him, and make him into the guy that you want him to be. Yeah, I mean, the Steelers have always been exceptional at developing receivers for one reason or another. Um, <clears throat> being a Ravens fan, I haven't uh, uh, seen that luxury of drafted receivers turning into good players. But um, uh, Brown, yeah, he's okay. But you know, he's in the first Brown pick, and he's had 700 yeah, yards a couple right. of years. Like it's nothing special. Anyway, we're not here to talk about the Ravens. Um, I also think you go with the tackle, and this is a pretty pretty offensive lineman heavy draft from what uh, I've been reading up on. So I would imagine you're going to get an interior guy at some point in the middle round as well if you're the Bengals. Um, and, of course, they brought in the guy from the Vikings. Uh, anybody think of his name? Uh, it began with an R. <laughs> Not that that helps you, but they, they did get the Viking guy who... Uh... Reef. Reef. Yeah, yeah, they brought in Reef. So, and, you know, he's been a solid player up in Minnesota. We know how well they can run the football with Dalvin Cook. Um, but you also have Joe Mixon who he's locked up for the next, uh, I believe he signed a four-year deal last year, and he got a little banged up. It didn't do much, but the O-line was terrible. Nobody could have done yeah. anything. Which Joe Mixon, Mixon is an excellent running back, in my opinion. I yeah. think he's extremely talented, and if you get that, if you get an offensive lineman, who knows? Sorry, Joe, I interrupted you. No, no, but that's another, that's the point I was making. That's another, you know, dimension you can add to the offense by bringing in Sewell to try and beef up the O-line. Uh, obviously, it's, it's been the talking point since the beginning of last year after the first game against the, you know, the, the Chargers. Everybody was like, well, if with this O-line, it's going to be a trouble at some point this year. And then, of course, Joe gets knocked out. And, you know, that's, that's what happens. And that's another thing, too. Zach Taylor, I'm not sure. And I know your, your young quarterback, second year, is saying, I want this guy, play with him in college, won a national championship with him. He's a stud. He's a speed demon. He can get open against everybody. He runs a 4-3, 4 um, all those impressive things. But if you're Taylor, can, you can't gamble a pick on Chase. It doesn't work out. You're still getting sacked eight, nine times a year, or a game, excuse me, with Burrow, and, you know, you're going to be fired because he has to win, or unless someone – upstairs with Cincinnati, which, I mean, they kept Marvin Lewis around for almost two decades. So maybe Zach Taylor will get a really long time. To, but Zach Taylor has to feel like he's on the hot seat. I mean, they haven't done it. They, they didn't win a road game until the end of last year in his entire two years. And they had winnable road games Not early a single on in the year. road game. I mean, he was close to going 0-16 or 0-15-1. They tied the Eagles, which what a terrible game that was. And that should have been a win. Um, but he has to make a pick that's going to make your football team better right away. And from all accounts, if you draft Sewell, your football team's going to automatically be better. You're going to have your future left tackle if you want to pay him for the next 10, 15 years. Protecting Joe's blind side, that's where the money is. It's in the left tackle. That's why they get paid so much. They, they're such an important position. I just think you got to go there, solidify that spot. And then, you know, good football teams, I feel like, are built inside out. Once you get, you know, the, the dominant force up front, you saw it in the Super Bowl. doesn't matter how good Patrick Mahomes is. No one can block for him. They can't do anything. Um, and I think that's why the Bengals need to go O-lineman. And I don't know if it's going to be Sewell. Maybe the Falcons take him. I've seen a lot of uh, mocks mm -hmm. starting to p say that he's going to be Jets. taken well, with that number four. Or the Jets, with, for that matter. But I don't know the about Jags. the Jets because they took Mackay. <laughs> 
the Jets took Beckton with the second pick last yeah. year. He's a left tackle, or with Here's, their first pick last year, uh, he's left tackle. Uh, but anyway, I just think they got to go with 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 the best offensive lineman available. It's not Sewell. I mean, the mock you have there says Rashawn Slater at Northwestern. I'll uh, see so big beefy boys in the Big Ten. They usually turn out well. So, well, here's my question. You kind of answered it already, but let's say that Sewell is off the board by by time that the fifth pick comes around. Whether that be uh, you know the Falcons picking them or the Jets, uh, I, th I think the 49ers and the Jaguars are pretty certain on a quarterback of their one and three spots. But uh, should Sewell get drafted by either the Jets? If the Jets decide to hang on to Sam Darnold, or uh, the Falcons, if the Falcons decide to hang on to Matt Ryan, and I think that the Falcons will. I, I'm not really sure what Atlanta plans to do, but I don't foresee them changing their quarterback, which would result in a skill position or an offensive lineman being taken off the board, which would then allow you know Cincinnati to either take uh, Jamar Chase or See, another offensive like, lineman like, that's not Sewell. We're acting like Burroughs saying you want Jamar Chase means that he's also second on the Cincinnati front office's board. We don't know. I have no idea who they would take if, if Sewell's not there. I think Sewell's been their guy, and they're just kind of banking on that. And after that, I don't know who ranks second on their board. Um, well, if, who, who would you like to see taken second? I still think you need to take the best available offensive lineman on your board if Sewell gets picked before the fifth pick. That's my opinion. That's the thing with football is you can bring in guys that are good connections, but Joey nailed it on the head. It starts inside. If you don't have time for your quarterback to throw, then what's what's the point of having a really good quarterback? It's not like in basketball where you could normally pair two stars together and end up finding a way or still be really good, even if you don't win at all. But in football, if your quarterback's consistently on the run just trying to find an open guy – it just it's so hard especially for i mean joe's really good but he's in his he's going to be in his second year too coming off of injury so and he wasn't a he he, he he's not the youngest uh rookie you know he's uh, granted he's not old <laughs> but um yeah he, what, 24 by now i think he's he, older than lamar jackson lamar turned i think lamar turned 24 in january so he'll be turning 25 at some point this year yeah, he's in college for what six years, so it makes sense. Yeah, I think I think if Penny's not on the board, as Joey said, I think you got to take the second best offensive lineman, and I think that goes down to the kid from Northwestern. I think it was Slater. I could be wrong. Yeah, that's that's who this one mock drive has him taking Rashawn Slater because they have uh, Connor's flipping the stuff around oh, yeah. here, but geez, that makes a lot. Um, but they had the Falcons <laughs> taking Sewell with the pick before Ooh, website. Oh, that's CBS, okay. But, yeah, yeah I, I agree with the amount. I, I just don't see how you don't take alignment with this pick. I, I agree. mean, unless, like, if they think Jamar Chase is going to somehow. I mean, the offense is really good at times last year already. They have two good receivers, yeah, too. Yeah, Tyler, like, like we, we're kind of forgetting how good Tyler Boyd's been the past three, four yeah. years as well. I mean, they have two really good ones. And that's what you need when you're a good offense. You need your interior receiver and your outside guy. And then another guy in the end that's just fast doesn't necessarily mean good. Now, maybe think, oh, well, Jamar Chase will look great in, in that role. But once again, if you don't have time, I mean, I think here's my thing with this pick is if you're a fan of the team, I think you would kind of want to pull for, for Chase because it makes oh, sense. It's a flashy it's pick play, for it's sure. Flashy, yeah. It's exciting. It's like when the Browns, uh, uh, like five years ago, drafted Corey Coleman. I was <laughs> pumped. We finally drafted an exciting skill guy out of college. I mean, granted, I think Chase is yeah. going to have a much better career than Corey Coleman did. 
But doesn't have much to go up against. But yeah, exactly, exactly. I, I understand the mentality there that you you get all these draft picks. Maybe it's linemen, some some defensive guys that aren't all flashy that paint out to be good players. But you want that flashy guy. And if they get Chase, I just don't see it panning out all that well because Joe won't have time. I could see it panning out in year two, maybe three. And if that's how the Bengals want to go, I will not fault them for that. But I think with what happened last year with the line, you have have to lock it in up front. I also think um, I had a point that I lo- that lost me there. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, like any NFL fan, right, when you're watching the first round of the draft, when you take it off as a lineman, no one's like, like, like no football fan's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we got this guy. Yeah, when the Browns awesome. drafted Joe Thomas. I love it so much. Like Fishing but, in the middle of a lake. I mean, there's probably some fans who think they're draft experts who are going to go on Twitter and be like, this is the best pick I've ever seen of the, like, it's a, they're not casuals as they would normally Because it normally is. Like, no, it, usually, it, it is a great pick. Picks. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when the Ravens sucked a few years ago and got the number six overall pick, I think it was drafted Ronnie Stanley. And uh, at the time, I was like, okay, the offensive tackle, cool, whatever. And then, you know, Ronnie Stanley's one of the highest paid left tackles in the league now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's not the sexy pick to take Sewell top five. Jamar Chase definitely is. Um, but it's because linemen are like air conditioner units. You don't compliment them. You don't notice when they're working, but when they stop, that's the number one thing you think about. And honestly, I could say uh, Penne is almost a sexy draft pick. You should, <clears throat> as a Bengals fan, you should want that as your pick. Yeah. Because then that means your all-star quarterback could even be better. And then that filters down through everything. So I think especially... In the Bengals fan, in the Bengals mind, Penne has to be a sexy pick if he's there. Here's the the opposition, right? Just to play devil's advocate, because I agree. I, I think that you need to have an offensive lineman with your first pick in the uh, in the first round. But uh, and this is in the draft mock that I pulled up from CBS. Uh, Chris Trapasso is saying that you know he has a mock draft of Jamar Chase being drafted. Yeah, well, this guy goes, also has the Dolphins train back up to the third pick yes. to take Justin Fields. So I, I, don't, I don't know about I this I am guy. not saying that it is <laughs> supposed to be written in stone here. However, he does say that you know there are a lot of other offensive linemen in this, in this draft and that in the second round, because I think they have the 30 Yes, there is a lot pick. of... It's a lineman-heavy draft from right. what I've been reading. So you can also get somebody of quality in the second round if you really want to go and solidify the connection and, and maybe even get a I 1A, understand that, 1B. but Connor, people have been saying since this kid's junior year, he's going to be an all-pro left tackle in the NFL. And I'm not disputing it. I mean, if he's there on the board at the five pick, do I think they should draft an offensive lineman? Yes, but I'm not going to be upset with Cincinnati if they come back and say, all right, well, we really want the wide receiver and Jamar Chase. So I'm, I'm okay with whatever direction they go with as long as it's either A, an offensive lineman, or B, Jamar Chase. If it's another wide receiver or if it's a position that's not on the offensive line, then I'm going to be upset with Cincinnati because, I mean, well, they what got are you holes to fill. You watched the defense last year? <laughs> well, yeah, but the biggest hole, you can deal with defense later. What? What do you mean? If you can't stop anybody, you can't win. But if your quarterback Browns is getting hurt, it's a <laughs> divisional round. If you're with co- Andrew Sandejo at our safety and a cornerback that the Browns probably... could stop the, the the Texans and Raiders and all those teams of the world, though. But, 
But my point is, if your quarterback is getting hurt and he had a pretty bad injury last year, you want to protect him. If it's not going to be something that can I, help like, him. I, no, I agree. Like, but your point's saying if it's not a receiver or not a tackle, if it's a good football player, I don't care who the heck they take. <laughs> well, and maybe I can eat that later. But those are the two spots that they've been leading up to in this draft. And if it's not one of those two spots, if it's not an offensive lineman and if it's not Jamar Chase... I don't think I'm going to be happy with the first pick because the glaring hole on this team was their offensive line. I can understand if they go with Chase because of his connection with Burrow and maybe that the Chase-Burrow connection can really fire up. Would you say wide receiver was a glaring hole on the team last year? I would not say, but I'm only saying that it could be a nice fit because of the relation that Joe and uh, Jamar Chase had at LSU. Had it been any other wide receiver like this uh, Waddle kid, from Alabama or uh, you know, the Heisman Trophy winner in uh, you know, Devontae Smith. If it's one of those guys, I don't know if I'm thrilled with it either, but <laughs> they could be a good wide receiver. I can understand it if it's Chase, if it's not an offensive lineman, and if it's not Chase, I don't understand it. I, I think right now the Bengals, they're, they're bored. Not specific names, but just as far as position goes, is they got offensive linemen, offensive linemen, Offense line, offense line, offense lineman, maybe wide receiver. In parentheses, only Chase or Alistair Burrow will quit on us. And there's got to be, because <laughs> I mean, I think I think if they draft an, uh, another receiver, whoever may wherever he's from, it's it's not necessarily a slap in the face to Joe. And I'm not acting like Joe should make franchise decisions just yet. He is the guy. But second year, I don't, I don't know if you're letting him, if you're letting him dictate your pick already in a second yeah. year. Think about eight years down the road, how much. He's exactly. going to have you maybe, the- maybe after next year, it's a strong consideration. And then in year four, if he's like, hey, get this guy or else I'm going to be thrown to the other team every single time out, then makes sense. But it, I just don't understand why they wouldn't choose a lineman this year. Because skill no. guys, you can always, in my opinion, you can always find skill guys for a really good quarterback. I mean, let's be honest. Wide receivers, that's not the top five in the NFL. You can find, you know, you know. Between 6 and 20 in the NFL receivers, it's not that big of a gap. Yeah, unless you're getting, um, I mean, <laughs> you're right. Unless you're getting a top five wide receiver, you can, oh, wow, went totally blank there <laughs> out of nowhere. Okay, no, but yeah, unless, unless you're getting a top five wide receiver exactly out of the draft, you could get a top five lineman right out of the draft, and that's who Penne is, I think. And that, I think, is the difference. Yeah. Because yeah, there's so many less alignment to get. Mm-hmm. And if you do, you have to spend money. And that is less money that can go yeah. in number nine's pocket. Exactly. And also with receivers, it matters so much about the system, the kind of receiver they are. If you can run, you can pass block. You can play offensive line in any scheme. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. they already have two receivers in the running back of the next four or five years. I just, I don't, I, I like it. Trust me. We've said it. It's flashy. It'd be sweet. It would but, put a smile on But it just doesn't. It just doesn't make sense. It's. It doesn't. Just doesn't make. And sense. And I also think they're taking at least one or two linebackers because if you look at what they've done in free agency, they have dressed the front four and the the secondary. They haven't really. They didn't re-sign uh, uh, Josh Bynes, who was their leading one of their leading tacklers last year, and their linebacking core was one of the worst in the league. So they're going to draft one or two of those. I would have to imagine as well. Um, which I think is a smart thing to do. Like I said, the defense is atrocious, too. Like, we were talking all about Burrow and this offense, but like I said, if at some point they're going to stop somebody. The Ravens ran for 400 yards against them in the last game of the year. 400 yards. That's, yeah. that's JV varsity. Like, that, that's, that's embarrassing. 
Yeah. Anyway, we've got to take another break. Your phone calls and more when we come back. 740. What's our number? 740-592-6646. That's our number. 740-592-6646. It's a sports fan presented by JK Contracting on 970 and 97.1 FM, WATH. Start your mornings with Scott Daly from 6 to 12. Hop on the party line from 9 to 10. Join Sky Hope on Classic Caravan from 4 to 6 p.m. And listen into the sports fan at 6.06 on Classic Hits 970 and 97.1 FM WATH. Skilled trade workers are the backbone of every community and also the Army National Guard. Soldiers trained to keep the power flowing, engines running, and in every other trade needed to accomplish the mission. These soldiers are on the fast track to learning skills that can set them up for success at home with companies looking to hire the best. Their resumes are being built through their paid training and part-time service. Find out how you too can learn a trade profession by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Ohio Army National Guard. Aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. Weenie Wednesday. Corn dogs and regular hot dogs, 99 cents each. Open 10.30 a.m. until 9 p.m. Head on over to Larry's Doghouse at 410 West Union Street in Athens. Hi, I'm Dr. Gordon Christensen. When I became a dentist, I learned how quickly poor oral health can lead to other serious health problems. And for people without access to care, these problems can spiral very quickly. I wanted to help, so I joined Dental Lifeline Network. Right now, there's a wait list for patients in need in your community. I'm asking fellow dentists who will join me in seeing one patient per year. To learn more, visit willyouc1.org. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. This is the Sports Fan on 970 W-A-T-H. I can feel that one. It's not numb. Yeah, it's not numb. This is the Sports Fan, 970, 97.1 FM, W-A-T-H. Bill's and Mike alongside with Joe Medor, Brad Walker, Matt Carroll, taking you all the way up until 7 o'clock today. Of course, tomorrow is the opening day for the Cincinnati Reds. We are a Reds affiliate, and you can only get that broadcast uh, over the air. It will not be streamed online. Uh, of course, the other big event that's coming up this week for the station is the Easter Egg Hunt, which will be taking place on Friday, April 2nd. You've got Brad in the morning, followed by Captain Shane. And then, uh, I don't I don't know, do we know who the... Bardicus has a day off. Uh, DJ Bardicus is, is a 3-7 afternoon drive. Tomorrow and, is Thursday? Um, yeah, tomorrow's Thursday. So we, we got another day until the Easter Egg Hunt, um, which will be fun. I, I, I've never experienced it before, but I think it'll be a cool thing. I have... Believe it or not, now my 22 years of living, I have never participated in, in an Easter egg hunt. Oh, what a loser. I mean, I would do every morning, like, Easter morning, like, Easter baskets, but I've never done, I don't think I've ever done an Easter egg hunt. So, like, you haven't, your parents didn't just hide eggs around the house? No, they just, just like, one basket. Okay. Wow, that's of, Like, candy and stuff. Yeah, I'm sorry. So, so, so you never experienced the <laughs> thrill of, like, having to bowl over kids and like, try to get, like, the golden <laughs> egg for the nope. big prize? Nope. It's a it's a tough it's a tough battle. Like, <laughs> how was how was the Easter egg hunt for you from Joey? Actually, this uh, that sounds like that could have its own show. 
Just, I mean, that, I don't get into that. <laughs> you don't barrel it out. But, you know, my grandparents used to hide a couple of eggs around their house and all the grandkids. Yeah, we, we, we had the family one, yeah. which was peaceful. But then there was the ones at like the local <laughs> rec center. I don't uh, know if mine was peaceful. <laughs> we were looking for those eggs. Bunch of Jersey people. Hey, hey right. that's my hey, egg. Hey, 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 give me that. Heck with me? No. What's that? No, no, no. No, that's the five dollar angle. Oh, there might have been five dollars. There was definitely a financial incentive to finding these eggs. And every single one? I mean, there was a couple quarters. Sometimes there was a couple quarters in one. I would love quarters. Did Frankie Valley sing at all your events? No, but I wish. (laughs) I do. That that would have been cool. Sherry. Yeah. He's the original Jersey. Well. Uh, he is a original Jersey boy. <laughs> the he's original not. Jersey he is, boy. <laughs> he's the first boy the, to ever come out of Jersey. First. Right. And according to the, the Broadway musical, you know, four of them are the Jersey boys. But, you know, Frankie Valli in the four seasons. Anyway, boys, the Reds this year. Uh, yeah. Going to be a tough go of it, I think. Probably. And here's the most concerning thing. I think thing. the only good thing for them is the NL Central's not particularly strong. I mean. Exactly. You know, Joe Madden's gone with the Cubs. The Cardinals, they're always kind of there. The Brewers, they've been hovering around. The and like, none of these teams want to, like, just take this. Ever since the Cubs kind of run the mid-2010s, uh, no one's really been a clear-cut favorite going into Funny last how year. You didn't even mention the Pirates. Well, because Matt, the, the Pirates, Pirates, Matt, the Pirates stink. Yeah, we don't need it. <laughs> Matt, yeah, we, we, uh, the, bu- the Buccos going to get anything done this year in PNC? Uh, no. Did, uh, <laughs> did, the, did the Pirates have the worst record in the league last year? Wow. If they didn't, I, they were close. I, I don't think we, we were the worst. I remember the Marlins. Oh, wait, no, Marlins, no, Marlins made, the made the playoffs last year. That was the year before definitely, that. Definitely in the top five. We, uh, hey, I mean, Kevin Newman, our uh, infielder, just batted 606 in Ooh. spring training. How many at bats? Uh, minimum 30. Because I saw this. Right. I, I saw it was, um, he is the first to ever put up that type of number. Minimum 30 at bats. My. My favorite nugget going into this MLB season is Chris Davis is on the 60-day DL. (laughs) (laughs) You being an Orioles fan, anything coming from the Orioles this year? Wait, uh, oh, this the Orioles, Chris Davis, or the yes, Oakland? yeah, yeah, the A's Orioles, Chris. Chris Davis. Yes, I, I mean I have no ill will to the Chris with a K. I was I mean, gonna say, Joey's like, <laughs> so he's like, yeah, I hate the A's. Chris Davis, I like every year they come out like he's really he's really been working on it this offseason it's gonna be good i was like was he gonna bat right-handed this year because that's the only thing he can try at this point god i I hate chris davis i can't believe we didn't resign nelson cruz but resign chris davis yeah nelson cruz is still hitting not only nelson cruz has been like the greatest age 36 and up hitter of all time and like it's not (laughs) even close like he hits like 290 and 30 bombs and 100 like every season well didn't he also get Busted for performance-enhancing drugs? A while ago. A while ago. But that's why the Orioles got him for, like, so cheap that one year because he got suspended with the Rangers, and then we brought him in, and he was a tank like he had been his whole career, and then we didn't bring him back. Ironically, that coincided with the Orioles not winning a playoff series since that year. Yeah, I just looked up an article, Worst Projected Teams This Year, from uh, calltothepen.com, and Orioles number one. Yeah, definitely. Uh, like this, no, this could totally be the the Orioles' worst. Rockies are number two. Yeah, because they trade everybody away. But yeah. this could easily be the Orioles' worst season since their rebuild, and that's truly saying something. Pirates at three, Matt. There it is. I think they gave us what a point zero two percent chance of making the playoffs. Well, they gave the I Orioles know, but zero point zero. So. The headline is the rebuild has begun. To God, it has. <laughs> I thought you guys started your rebuild like three years ago. <laughs> That's okay. So, no, the problem with Neil Huntington, who um, was our XGM, he uh, 
problem with him was he always said that we were rebuilding, but it was we were in the middle ground of we are a rebuilding team, but the team that we put out there is very minimal at best. So that we're not bad, okay. but we're definitely not good. So we never have the chance to no, actually no, rebuild. No, they're bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You guys are terrible. Ter- what do you mean you're not bad? You're not- it's not like you guys are like hovering around 500. They're terrible. The no. Tigers oh, yeah. Four. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he, I, I got a couple stats, or I guess I got a couple. Uh, there's the uh, Circus Sports put out the odds to win the AL and NL pennants this year. The yes, favorite. Yankees and Dodgers. Yeah. The, uh, I'm the rooting favorites. for the dads as the underdogs. The dads. Padres, you dummy. God. Oh. You took a uh, basic Spanish class? I took, I took German. In high school, and then in sign language here, mm. or at OU, I should say. Yeah, because we don't offer that here physically. Exactly. Uh, we are a radio station. Yeah. Oh, we could. Did not take Spanish here. <laughs> over there, maybe. I point in the general. Spanish direction. is the only class I pass failed over the coronavirus. <laughs> it happens. I think you know. I did it with one. With one of my gen eds. Uh, but the other uh, odds right now in the AL, um, White Sox have the second best, followed by the Twins, and then the Astros. Who's the best, Yankees? Yeah, Yankees God, are the they, best. They take the Yankees bait every year. Well, yeah, I mean, they do. Well, have you seen their, their team? They have a great lineup, but yeah, every exactly. year they get to against a team that could pit. The Indians could have beat them in that playoff series. I know, but, but I mean, you look at preseason odds. Like They didn't win the division last year. The, they always go with the, But they always go with the best team on paper. Yeah, I know. And the Reds or the Rays trade away a bunch of pitchers, but they'll probably just have five more waiting in the wings, like they always do. <laughs> and so, then they'll yeah. trade them away. <laughs> and okay. then uh, do it all over again. All five fans hey, if I get to, to a World Series once every few years doing that, that's fine. For all five fans to go to the game. Oh yeah, if I yeah, I'm I'm with that. I'm from a guy who hasn't seen a World Series since seventy in the seventies. You weren't you alive, were alive you Matt. Didn't, you didn't see you that. You know, back in the day, <laughs> you know when there I can only. You weren't even a thought yet in yeah. the seventies. Um, <laughs> that was a Millsy Mets like nineteen. The, whenever that, <laughs> but run Joey, was. 2018, Pirates were above 500 by three <laughs> games, and I, I I wasn't gonna say it, but I needed to just squeeze it in. <laughs> All right, shut your mouth now. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. Either way, this has been the Sports Fan on 970 97.1 FM WATH. For Matt Carroll, Brad Walker, and Joey Medor, I'm Connor Mills signing off. They come to you next tomorrow for the Sports Fan, and we'll talk to you then. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-L-P.